This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Well, Joanna. Yes. We have a big show today, don't we? It is a big show. Would you say it's enormous? I would say it's giant. That's right, Joanna. It is giant. Hello there, everyone. Thank you for listening. I'm Nate. And I'm Joanna. And we are Stranger Than. We're a podcast discussing unsolved mysteries, weird occurrences, misunderstood phenomena, and creepy happenings. And today, we will be talking about giants. So, Joanna, I usually ask you what you knew about giants before this, but I'm pretty sure everyone knows what a giant is. Right. That would be a really big person. Yes. Yes. And they are from stories everywhere of all times. And Uh, there's actual real giants. There are real giants. Yes. Yes. Giganticism is an actual thing. It is a thing. Fortunately, it's not a super common thing. Not not these days, definitely. So, of course, we've got our giants of mythology. Mm-hmm. We have our Greek giants, you know, like the Cyclops and the Hyperborean giants who lived beyond the North Wind. And there's just a shitload. There's way too many to name. And there's podcasts about the myths and histories of Greece. So You should really tune into one of those if you want more detail. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, there's the Norse giants. And they were called Jotun. They weren't even always giants. Sometimes they were talked about as being no taller than humans. And these are people kind of like Loki, as we all know from the Marvel movies. Uh, you know, trickster god. Mm-hmm. And Hel, which was his daughter. And Scotty, the goddess of winter. Just a few of the giants from the Norse myths. Maybe the ones that weren't so tall just had giant personalities or giant egos (laughs) giant something i'm sure what's sort of weird and what i didn't really know until relatively recently is how much the bible liked giants oh yeah the bible liked giants a whole lot and they are mentioned quite a lot in the old testament of the bible at the very beginning, the tons of it, they're all about. Yeah, like, well, know. yeah, they're first discussed in Genesis, which is like the very first book of the Old Testament. Yeah, it's the prologue, basically, of everything, right? Right. Pretty much everything according to whoever fucking wrote Genesis. Wasn't that Phil Collins and <laughs> and the boys? Oh, no, they are Genesis. That's right. Different, a different thing. Different Genesis. That's right. So, I will quote from Genesis, and this is Genesis chapter 6, verses 1 to 4. And it came to pass 
when men began to multiply on the face of the ground and daughters were born unto them, that the son of God saw the daughters of men that they were fair and they took them wives of all they chose. And Jehovah said, my spirit shall not strive with man forever for that he also is flesh yet shall his days be a hundred and twenty years. The Nephilim were in the earth in those days, and also after that, when the sons of God came unto the daughters of men, and they bare children to them. The same were the mighty men that were of old, the men of renown. So the giants, the Nephilim, are considered uh, the fallen ones. So like angels yes basically and they're saying that they they are the sons of gods right correct and these uh predate adam and eve and so they saw human women and were like damn and then that's a little contradictory though because i mean allegedly adam and eve were like the first humans that god created so i don't know how these these guys are running around seeing human women pre-adam but you know hey whatever that's (laughs) an entirely different argument exactly (laughs) exactly but the nephilim weren't the only giants that they talked about in the bible Uh, there were four other and perhaps even more i think five or six other actually it talks about that Joshua cleansed the land of a bunch of giants. He got he got into some to some fights with them, uh, wars with them, and he destroyed many of their cities. They were wiped out in all but three places, and that's Gaza, Goth, and Asdod. And this is all written about in Joshua eleven twenty one to twenty two. These are the giants called the Anakim. And, and weren't the Anakim supposed to be like aliens or something? Oh, no, that was something different. That's the Anunnaki. Oh, the Anunnaki. And that's that's a whole different deal just entirely. Sounds, just sounds a lot it's alike. It's similar, yeah. A lot of the words were similar back then, I guess. <laughs> I guess so. But there was also, in Genesis, they talked about the Amorites. And these were the descendants of Noah's grandson, Canaan. And this is described in the book of Amos, where they said he, they were as tall as cedars and as strong as oaks. These were the ones that Moses's spies saw at some point when they were wandering around in the desert and reported back to Moses that they couldn't take the land that they found these guys in because they were fucking huge. I think they were just lying to Moses because Moses had kind of like gone off his rocker at that point and they were just like, no, we, we can't go there, Moses. It's possible. Yeah, well, I have mean, you that read... Guy was- you wander around the desert for a some long time. Fucking Old Testament. Yeah, old as shit too. Old Testament is some crazy shit. It is some crazy shit, and like you know, people like to quote Leviticus a lot, but I don't think a lot of people realize that Leviticus is like the sixth book of Moses. Yeah. And so, like, this is the point when like Moses is really kind of. I don't know. I it's don't know pretty any hardcore. Yeah, it is pretty fucking hardcore. And it's just kind of like, damn, Moses, like these things that God is telling you are starting to get a little fucking dark here. And <laughs> right. Freaky. And he was know. just listening to the cure a lot. It was just really a dark place. <laughs> so, yeah. See, there was also the Zuzim. And they were described as also being giants. They're saying they're as tall as the Amorites. 
and those are the ones that were as tall as the cedars. And there's the MM, which name could mean terror. And these were supposedly a tribe descended from Moab, one of the sons of Lot. This is referred to in Deuteronomy 2.10 to 2.11. They're supposed to be as tall as the Anakim, which were the ones that Joshua beat. Okay. Not, so, the, not the alien ones. Not the Anunnaki, which is a whole different thing okay. that we won't be getting into. Because that's a <laughs> whole different thing. And then there's the Rephaim. And this may be the name of a tribe or it could just be another word for giant but they do reference the king of bashan named og who said he had a moses said he had a big ass bed it was nine cubits in length and four cubits wide and a cubit was 18 inches at the time for them mm. there i think it's 21 inches for the ancient egyptians so the bed was 13 and a half feet long and six feet wide well, if Moses said... Yeah, you know, he it's Moses, man. So that's... There's a bunch of weird shit about giants in the Old Testament. Oh, yeah. That city that Og was the king of Bashan was... It's actually supposedly a place. Like People live there now. It's not a great place to live. It's in Syria, I believe. Okay. And so a lot of people who have gone there say that the buildings are big, but they're stacked, filled with refuse. And there's people living in, like, lean-tos and shit around there because it's just not a great time for all that right now. Or for that I area don't think, right now. I don't think it's been a great time for Syria for quite a while at this point. Been, yeah, it's, it's been a little while. Not good times there. It's southern Syria, actually, is where it is. Now, apparently, in 1877, a guy named Josiah Porter was there. Now, this is 1877, so there's not much real solid evidence like we have it today. But he said he found 30 or so cities and villages with some were walled, some were not. There was a perfectly paved streets. The doors and windows worked. The There was fountains and statues and animals roaming around because it had been deserted for so long. It hadn't been destroyed. It looked like people had just gotten up and left. Somehow he, I mean, he believed it to be inhabited by now extinct giants. The doors were something like nine feet by four and a half feet and 10 inches thick. So big fucking doors. Some of the rooms in the houses measured 20 feet high. Uh, Now, again, when you come back there now, they said they estimated it probably 12 feet high, but there's so much shit on the ground. It's hard to say. And who knows if that's even standing at this point. I mean... Oh, yeah. To, like, today. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, as we speak, like, Syria has just basically been raised. I mean, there's... Archaeological and historical sites are being destroyed. Oh, yeah. Along with, of course, Buildings and, people. you know, I mean, just so much of it has been just reduced to rubble in the last uh, few years. Yeah, it's not... It's tragic. It's not great. It's not. That's kind of, you know... A history of giants. A history of giants. Okay. I guess a lot of these giants are supposed to have six fingers on each hand. Yes, and two sets of teeth. I've two rows of teeth. Yep. Common trait amongst giants. And uh, six toes on each foot. And in many of their stories, see, they always call them cannibals, but you never see them eating other giants. Right. So they're just man eaters. Mm-hmm. 
not like the hollow note song <laughs> completely different kind of man eater but we've also found bones all over that are giant for lack of a better term yes there is a giant's footprint there's a couple of footprints and this one is imprinted in granite and discovered in 1912 uh, by a farmer in South Africa and allegedly it this dates back to uh, 3.1 billion years holy shit yeah which is like a lot because that yeah <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty that sure... That sort of, like, predates, like, dinosaurs and... The Earth is, like, 7 billion years old, I think. Yeah. But it was much different 7 billion years ago, and certainly 3 billion years ago. So, I'm a little skeptic on the dating of this giant footprint. Yeah, no shit. I have a picture of said footprint, and it does look like a big giant footprint. I mean... Do you want shoes? What kind of shoes does it have on? It doesn't appear to have shoes. You can oh. see, like, the toes and everything. Oh, I see. That would make a lot more sense. They probably didn't have shoes. Right. And, and I mean, really, that if that's in stone, that could just look like just about anything. That's true. If, if they were wearing, like, sandals or something. I can imagine, like, giants wearing sandals. I imagine, like, shoes probably weren't their thing. If they had treads. Know. I mean, maybe <laughs> giant boots. Imagine how much leather they would have to use, though, for those shit giant... load. Unless yeah. there was giant ass... <laughs> animals running around too and they could just use the giant animals that is true okay and then there's a lot in north america like basically as we were settling north america uh and you know therefore like you know digging up a lot of stuff making foundations for buildings and houses Roads. all kinds of things uh there have been many many reports of giant skeletons being unearthed. So uh, a couple of those are several seven feet tall skeletons discovered in a burial mound in Pennsylvania. And this one claims that the skulls had horns above the eye sockets. No shit. So not only big giant skeletons, but... They got Apparently, horns too. big giant skeletons with devil's horns. And these mounds were built by a group of, it's not just one culture of natives, it's a whole bunch of them. And they're called, or they're called the mound builders for, you know, the mounds Obvious they reasons. Built, right. Uh, they were a pretty big deal from about 3400 BC, so that's a long fucking time ago, until right around, you know, white people showed up. So right around the 1700s. <laughs> right around when white people showed up and, you know, And these mounds, the I believe they're called effigy mounds, and they're oftentimes shaped like an animal or a person or a symbol of some sort. But they're all throughout the Midwest and some of the South and a little bit of the North. So Minnesota, and allegedly... Iowa, Illinois, uh, down to Tennessee, mm -hmm. up even to upstate, upstate New York. So, And allegedly they like to bury uh, giants. Yeah, sometimes the really old ones, apparently. Mm-hmm. And this is one of these cases. So we'll kind of get into giant conspiracy theories here. Uh, this is one of the cases where the bones of these particular giants were sent to the American Investigating Museum in Philadelphia, and they mysteriously disappeared. Oh. Mm-hmm. So there was also uh, 
10 skeletons found in a mound in Warren, Minnesota in 1883. A skeleton 7 feet 6 inches long found in a massive stone structured that was like a temple or chamber, I guess, in Kanawha County, West Virginia in 1884. And then 1885, there was a discovery of a giant skeleton 7 feet 2 inches in another large Indian mound near the town of Gattersville, Pennsylvania. It's very interesting. Oh yeah, because all these, all these skeletons found in mounds, and then all these uh, bones allegedly turned over. Uh, well, the Smithsonian is kind of at the center of this um, conspiracy theory. Oh right, they're saying that they're sending these things to the Smithsonian, and they're mysteriously and they're disappearing. Keeping, right, they're hiding it. Mm-hmm. Because. Uh, the Smithsonian wants to suppress this information because, you know, basically the Smithsonian is made up of a bunch of uh, liberal uh, evolutionists, you know, people that actually believe in evolution versus creationism, and they don't want any evidence being found that would support the evidence of giants as mentioned in the Bible. And also, it's because they allegedly, supposedly, want everyone to believe that this is the top and only and best evolution of anything that's ever been on the planet. Right. And if there were giants before us, then they think that we won't be the best and that'll make us sad. I'm not, I don't, I'm not really yeah. 100% on that. And I don't really understand why the Smithsonian would care so much about us being. I know. I don't. I don't really sad understand about either. ourselves as human. I I get where the you know church fanatics are coming from. Right. Totally. Because obviously, that would be a big thing. The thing that's interesting to me though, like here's like number one like a hole in this is that all these giant skeletons found in North America trying to prove that like the biblical giants existed. But I, I feel like they wouldn't be found in North America if we're talking about biblical. I would assume most giants. of them would be found if that was the case right. in Jordan, Israel, exactly, Iraq, exactly. Iran, you know, around the place where all that shit was going down. Exactly. Because during biblical times, I mean, I'm sure there was shit going down in America. It didn't involve being... people. There weren't people. Oh, there's people here. I'm sure there's people well, here. Well, okay, it involved Native American yeah, it didn't people. Yeah. It didn't involve the people that were involved in the writing of the oh, Bible. Oh, no. No, no, no. No way. Yeah. There wasn't even one of those. Right. I mean, we learned from Roanoke. I mean, the Old, I mean, the old Testament, you know, predates uh, the birth of Jesus by hundreds of years, as it is. According but... to what I read about how long the Bible says the planet's been around. It's been <laughs> something like 2,500 years before Christ. Right. And so that's what the Old Testament covers mm -hmm. because there was nothing before 2,500 years. Mm -hmm. Obviously. Obviously. According to the Bible. <laughs> and I don't know how they do the math. I think they do the math with... I think they just make the math work however the fuck they want it to. Well, they take Noah's age and they take situation. the age of all the people when they beget other people. And I believe they kind of use that as a way to figure out that number. Because this report about the giant uh, 
the giant footprint that's supposed to be like three billion years old. This is also in the like creationist like list of giants that's weird. that have been found that are allegedly suppressed. Another place, another Christian source, I read sort of a, they had a general history of giants. And what they're saying is that giants are shorter now than they used to be. That from 4000 BC through the just post-Columbian period, they were about 8 to 13 feet tall, maxed out at about 3,200 pounds. Now, the Bronze Age giants, so those are ones 5,000 B.C. to 4,000 B.C., are supposed to have been 12 to 15 feet tall. Now, about 5,000 years, or about no, 7,000 years ago now, so 5,000 B.C.-ish, was supposedly the last great cataclysm. And I think that's when poles shifted and mm-hmm. shit, something like that. And the giants before that were 16 to 24 feet tall. So this is another biblical. This is this from is a, another like. This is from a biblical source I found. A on biblical the source, yeah. but again, now they're going back. Now they're saying like this is stuff from before. Right. So biblical they must time, be, you know, like the beginning of history according to the Bible. They so must I be mean, mathing differently. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> lots of uh, lots of contradictions there. Yes. So and just to kind of give you an idea of how hardcore this can be, because, you know, sometimes, um, you know, it just kind of surprises me that like in this day and age, like people can still be so fucking hardcore about the Bible and its contents and trying to, and taking them to be, you know, every literal truth. Yeah. So one of the pictures on the site is actually from Saudi Arabia I'm going to show you the picture. Our audience can't see it. We can post it. Actually, it's it's a pretty cool one, but one that's that's known to be oh yeah a hoax yeah. And so I clicked on more information about this particular one because I was like that one's pretty cool. It's, it's like a kind of half buried giant skeleton, and you know it's pretty damn big. So what information did it give us, Joanna? <laughs> well, the link was to the Creation Science News. Creation science news. Yes. It's just, uh... Yes. Creation science. <laughs> Creation science. The commentary is by a Dr. Richard Paley. This is dated back in 2004, so, I mean, it's a little bit older, but still, not not that old. This is in reference to finding out that that picture is a hoax. And so I'm going to quote directly from the site. And it says, Since posting the previous story regarding the giant human skeletal remains found in Saudi Arabia, I have received a number of emails From what people are saying, it at first appeared to be that the story might actually be a hoax as the picture being circulated with it turned out to have been doctored by a notorious internet prank organization. I was, of course, skeptical of that photo from the beginning. The skeleton depicted in it would have belonged to a man at least 100 feet tall, which I don't get that from that photo. I mean, definitely looks like a giant, but not... Not that giant. Not that giant. You think 100 feet tall would be a... That'd be a huge. Fucking that would be skull. fucking huge. That skull would be like as huge, as tall as like a person, at least. At least, yeah, that'd be a big fucking. That would be really, yeah. really big. This would have belonged to a man at least a hundred feet tall, which is clearly preposterous and not supported by scripture. And it has in parentheses: Muslims are unfortunately susceptible to this sort of tomfoolery. Oh. Use the word tomfoolery. Yeah. Since they rely on the Quran, which contains much incorrect information poorly cribbed from god's true word 
the Bible. Of course. And it goes on to say, however, I continue to investigate this issue, calling on contacts in the Middle East to see if they knew anything about the story that the doctored photo was attached to, which was short on actual detail, saying only that the bones were found recently, in quotations. Last month, my investigation turned up evidence that a ARAMCO geological team had indeed uncovered something in Southeast Saudi Arabia in the summer of 2000, which resulted in a contingent of the Saudi police, not the military as previously reported. And that's in parentheses. So it resulted in a contingent of the Saudi police taking over the site. A missionary in Saudi Arabia, parentheses now, who insists on anonymity due to the extreme anti-Christian persecution that's bolded right there, going on in that nation, and parentheses, has told me that it is well known among foreign oil workers whom he is in contact with that some sort of human remains were discovered in the desert. The workers' wild speculation on what these remains were ranges from angel fossils to the bones of Muhammad, but most common claims is that they were giant human bones. Apparently, the rumor is that Saudi religious officials were concerned that the discovery could somehow contradict part of the Quran, thereby helping to propagate Christianity. So they sent in the Mutawa. <laughs> so they sent the Mutawa in. I think that's the, the Saudi police, and I'm oh, sorry, right. I'm, I'm totally butchering that. They're notorious religious police to silence the matter. Although this last part is almost certainly true, I am of the opinion that the geological branch of the oil industry, which is infested with evolutionists, dedicated to keeping careful watch over who has access to their secret knowledge that the earth is really much younger than they publicly claim it to be, was also involved and somehow manipulated the Saudis into covering up the findings. So there's your dose of shit that doesn't make a goddamn bit of sense. (laughs) (laughs) In case you hadn't gotten enough of that today. Right. It's weird just because they say giants in the Bible. It's such a. It, some people are so touchy about it. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I mean, they talk about shrimp in the Bible too, and no one gives a fuck about that. Right? And yeah, I mean, there's claims that basically Smithsonian has taken all these. Uh, these skeletons that have been discovered in North America, which and somehow just... prove the existence of biblical giants, which again, we already went over the, <laughs> we we already went over the problem with that whole scenario, but stash in the bones. They, yeah, like they would literally take them out into the ocean and dump them into the ocean. What? And according to this source, uh, a worker from the Smithsonian was fired for whistleblowing on all the, um, cover-ups that they're doing. As far as like destroying archaeological findings and evidence right, right. of giants, there just seems to be a lot of giant bones reported found mm-hmm. for a very, very long time. Right, but there's this huge cluster that seemed to occur in the 1900s, and then I actually late 1800s, early 1900s. Right, yeah. and then and then the whole Smithsonian cover-up. I guess there was like a story where. That came out on the internet recently that where the Smithsonian admitted to covering up uh, this information and to disposing of, you know, giant skeletons that were found. And I actually went to Snopes for this one because, you know, I needed to get hardcore with this shit. (laughs) Joanna's not fucking around. I'm not fucking around when it comes to this. So I'm going to read the direct 
report from Snopes regarding this. December 3rd, 2014, World News Daily reported Smithsonian admits to destruction of thousands of giant human skeletons in early 1900s. In that article, the site reported the Smithsonian Institution colluded with unspecified parties to suppress information proving the existence of giants, and the Supreme Court ruled in 2014 that documentation of the discovery be declassified in 2015. A U.S. Supreme Court ruling has forced the Smithsonian Institution to release classified papers dating from the early 1900s that proves the organization was involved in a major historical cover-up of evidence showing giant human remains in the tens of thousands have been uncovered all across America and were ordered to be destroyed by high-level administrators to protect the mainstream chronology of human evolution at the time. The allegations stemming from the American Institute of Alternative Archaeology that the Smithsonian Institution had destroyed thousands of giant human remains during the early 1900s was not taken lightly by the Smithsonian, who responded by suing the organization for defamation and trying to damage the reputation of the 168-year-old institution. And basically, Snopes, it goes on and on in this vein for quite some time, but basically uh, Snopes says that that's just a bunch of bullshit. It's basically a fake news article, like the American Institute of Alternative Archaeology Archaeology is not an actual organization. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're just making shit up. They're straight up making shit up. Right. And uh, the claim regarding the Smithsonian guarding classified documents is unusual because technically the earliest classified documents in the United States go back only as far as World War One. Prior to that, there would have actually not been anything considered classified you may not want to show it to people but it wasn't right stamped classified and what have you exactly yeah Although... i hadn't heard anything about the smithsonian institute being involved in any tomfoolery <laughs> right? or anything like that until i started researching this i'm like really the smithsonian institute they don't seem so you know they just don't seem the type that's gonna no not no. so corrupt or I feel like, if anything, the they're shadows. out there to kind of, like, report out to report the truth. The National Geographic has also been subject to speculations, um, you know, that they found giant skeletons oh, right. and are also covering it up. So, in the same Snopes article, it, it, it stated that the National Geographic Society has not discovered ancient giant humans, despite rampant reports and pictures... And that a lot of these, you know, pictures of giant skulls are just doctored hoaxes that are, you know, the ones that are out there on the internet today. And, yeah, and basically, like, Nat Geo is just like, no, that's that's not us. We haven't discovered any of that stuff. Maybe this is a part of the conspiracy, Joanna. It could be. Maybe this is all... Maybe Snopes isn't on it. Maybe. Maybe they're just trying to keep it down. They're like, mm -hmm. no, <laughs> we are the apex evolution on this planet. Yeah. Um, the earth is really old. <laughs> Biblical giants didn't exist. That's right. World News Daily Report um, is a news and political satire web publication which may or may not use real names, often in semi-real or mostly fictitious ways. All news articles contained within worldnewsdailyreport.com are fiction and presumably fake news, according to Snopes.com. So basically anything... From World News Daily Report, uh, don't fucking believe. Even it's if like it's... The Onion or something like that. Right, exactly. Yeah. Whether it's about giants or otherwise, uh, I would not take them as a credible source of any information out there on the internet. 
And that's like a hard thing these days, you know? I mean, anytime I'm trying to research any of the stuff we are looking at, it's just like, can I believe any of this? Right. That's that's the truth. <laughs> you know, like, really, like, I mean, just anything can be out there. Anybody can say anything. And what's true and what's not and what can actually be proven and not. And it's just, it's really difficult. Or you'll read this big, long thing, it, and then at the very end, it'll have the part like oh well this was all bullshit and this is why it was mm-hmm. checked by these credible sources god damn it could you yeah put but that then i mean it's beginning? like oh but what about i mean they're all saying that they're credible like all these sources and everyone's pretending to be a fucking expert on everything and it's you the just internet. don't everybody is an expert on right. everything on the internet right it's the age of information but it's also like the age of misinformation because there is so much information out there but you, you know how do you know what's real and what's not like I don't even know what is fucking reality and what isn't at this point. Like, are we really fucking here recording the show right now? Is this actually even fucking happening? I don't know. It's hard that we could be in a simulated (laughs) world. I'm convinced I'm in a different universe. (laughs) I believe I got here two weeks ago, and it's just, it's very similar to the universe I came from, but something happened and I ended up here. Interesting. Yeah. One of the mic stands when I went to band practice was different than it usually was, the one I used for my... Isn't that fucking fucked up? It's weird. When it was, shit like it, that happens. It wasn't that. So I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm in a different universe. Most of the stuff is pretty much the same, though. So I'm not overly concerned. But when it's like you just know that something was different. And everyone you, else didn't think it was. But I Or you for see a fact something that you dreamt that you know. I, I dreamt about this and I saw that, you know, I dreamt about this before and now this thing happened. Even if it's something you just like kind of visually see. Like, no, I saw this. I swear I saw this before. That shit really fucks with me. One thing that I did find interesting, this was in the, you know, many, many reports from the late 1800s about, you know, all the giant skeletons found. There is one that kind of stuck out and did pique my interest just a little bit here. Which one is that? This is the one from 1885 where miners discover the mummified remains of a six foot eight inch woman and holding an infant it was discovered behind a rock wall in a cave in yosemite valley no shit mm-hmm. so america's first missing 411 case <laughs> or maybe one of the one of the uh, you know species of bigfoot that's so yosemite is a big hot spot for missing people and some of these missing person's cases might be attributed to Bigfoot. And so I thought that that was kind of interesting. There you go. Was the one, was the, the remains found, was it hairy remains? It just said that they were mummified. Mummified, so it's and hard that, to say. Yeah, and that the woman was six feet, eight inches tall. But that's pretty fucking big. That's a tall-ass woman. Mm-hmm. That's tall-ass anyone. Right, and... I'm assuming, I mean, I'm not an expert on Bigfoot or anything. I'm assuming that Bigfoot is generally believed to be taller than your average man by one That's or two That's true, feet. yes. He is supposed to so, be, they are supposed to be tall. six foot eight inches tall for a female. That's taller than an average human. Mm-hmm. So that Maybe. one, that one did, that one did pique my interest a little Maybe. bit. Maybe. Well, there's, I mean, there's tons of them. There was, in the, especially in the early or late 1800s, you know, we had, Reported by the New York Times, December 10th, 1897, three large burial mounds were discovered near near Maple Creek, Wisconsin. They found this skeleton that was over nine feet tall in there. 
Also, they found finely tempered copper rods and some other relics in the area right around that burial area. So Mm -hmm. some weird shit. Of course, that was in 1897, so I don't really know if they had the ability to test shit to see if it was old or not. And what happened to all this stuff, I'll never know. Well, didn't we already go over that? Clearly the Smithsonian. (laughs) Well, unless they didn't send it to the Smithsonian. Yeah, but uh, I'm sure all the museums were in cahoots in with the cahoots. Mo- with the Smithsonian. In cahoots with their tomfoolery. That's right. So, you know, you would find a skeleton and they would turn it over to the local authorities who would then, I guess at the time, they would telegraph their Smithsonian buddies and be like, oh, hey, we found another one. Get out here. We need to make this shit go away. See, there was one in the 1850s. We know what happened to this one. So some folks were digging out a root cellar. Mm-hmm. And they uncovered two large skeletons. Ended up being about eight feet tall apiece. They found flint weapons, stone carvings, ancient pottery, other random relics. So they took it to a railroad station, and they just sort of sold it off. Apparently some visiting German royalty who were visiting West Virginia. I guess at the time there wasn't... A whole lot of America to visit, so West Virginia was probably a hot spot. But apparently, tour some... the coal mines. <laughs> yeah, why not? But uh, yeah, the German royalty bought the best pieces and took them back to be displayed in Europe. Interesting. Around. Although I don't know if any of that shit is still something you could put your hands on or at least your eyes on. Mm-hmm. One thing I find strange about the whole giant situation is how it's talked about over the entire world. Mm-hmm. Some of the events that happened in the Bible, like the flood, talked about over the entire world. So some things, just because so many people talked about it, seems like it has to have some grain of truth. Right. The Kotoko tribe in Chad, they have stories of Where giant... is Chad? Chad right. is in Africa. Okay. Chad is in Africa. Uh, but they have stories of giant, black, smooth-haired tribes people that gave birth to all the tribes. There's these giant stone blocks near Gulafi. I probably mispronounced that. But they were thought to have been moved there by these people who are supposedly called the Sao, S-A-O. And they were so tall they could look over trees. Now, this is a real civilization that lasted from about 600 B.C. to, well, the 1700s when... White the civilization people. that believed in the giants was real? No, the p- civilization that was supposed to have been the giants was real. The Sao actually But we existed. haven't found any actual bones of them. We haven't. Not giant ones anyway. I'm sure there's some regular sized ones all over the place. Okay. But this is just what some of these people, this tribe believes that the Sao at one time were so tall they could look over the trees. And that they were one of the tribes descended from these black giants with smooth hair interesting yeah i think the reason that stories of giants might be found all over the world is that uh since the beginning of time man has needed to believe in something bigger than himself for why we are here that's true so that's manifested in both you know the gods or a singular god no matter what denomination and also giants that makes sense like, we were descended from somebody, something larger than ourselves. Well, what about a lot of these, such as the Australians, Australian Aboriginal people, believed in giant gingers? Giant gingers. Red-haired, white-skinned. 
And this was back in a time before they had white-skinned people in Australia that they believed in these things. And the white-skinned, red-haired giants are also the, a lot of what they expect the ones in North America mm -hmm. to have been. In fact, Magellan actually found some of these red-haired giants. Is this one of the Patagonia giants? I don't believe those ones had the red hair. Okay. Now, the, it is an interesting story, though, so we'll start with that one. So Patagonia is like the furthest point like in South America. The furthest south of South America is okay. Patagonia. And this was an area first described to the Western world by a guy named Antonio Pigafetta. Okay. And, and you know, I saw our buddy Francis Drake's name dropped oh yeah, a couple of times. Drake's, oh yeah, our homie Drake's around too. Mm -hmm. He gets around a bit. So this guy, Antonio Pigafetta, was the official chronicler of Magellan's expedition. So being an official chronicler is a pretty big deal because... You are officially chronicling shit. You're not supposed to be lying. Right, you're supposed, you're supposed to be, to be taking exactly what you saw. It's like you're a goddamn court reporter. There. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You're commander of the vessel that you're on. You're accountable to him. But also every single person in your country and your king, you're also being held accountable by them. So right. pretty much you have to be unimpeachable. So he writes about giants in his diary. This guy who's supposed to be above reproach, I guess. Right, that would be the term. Yeah, yeah so he writes that about these giants that he sees in Patagonia. He says that they were so tall that we reached only to his waist, and he was well-proportioned. Now, I kind of wonder if it, he means he was proportioned like we are, but bigger, mm -hmm. or if the guy wasn't wearing any clothes, and he was like, he was well-proportioned. <laughs> like, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, know what I mean? Wouldn't he have used the term well-endowed? It was the late 1500s. That's true. They did use Early English 1500s, sorry. differently. And this was, I mean, wasn't this guy Spanish? So it's probably translated to... I think that's actually Italian. Oh, it was Italian. Okay. Yes. Regardless. Regardless. It was a different language. Now, he says he wore skillfully sewn skins. So it wasn't just, you know, an animal with a hole cut in it so it fits over its head. It wasn't a like a gross poncho or anything like that. But he does describe the animal that the skins come from. Now, he's describing it in a way of what he knows, and so I'm sure this isn't to be taken completely literally, but he said the head and the ears were as large as those of a mule, the neck and the body like a camel, legs of a deer, and a tail of a horse. It also said it whinnied like a horse did. Hmm. And he also said the land had very many of them. Well, they got all sorts of weird animals everywhere. But that's not an animal they know about. Any, I mean, that's not one you can go to Patagonia and see. Well, maybe not anymore. Maybe they were, like, hunted. Maybe. Maybe they were extinct for some reason. It's true. It's possible. That was long enough ago. The dodo was around back then. Dodo's not around anymore. The dodo was around up until, like, 100 years ago. Was it really that recent? Yeah, it was, like, the early 1900s that oh, they Jesus. finally fucking... I mean, Alice in Wonderland has dodo birds in it. That's true. Yeah. And the Tasmanian tiger went extinct in the 30s, mm -hmm. although they're not quite sure it's extinct. It pops up every here and there. There are species of shit that we haven't even discovered that have already gone extinct. Oh, that doesn't... Yeah, I believe that entirely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they say all this, also this guy had... The giant had skin shoes, animal skin shoes, and he was carrying a bow with a thick-ass drawstring, obviously, because he's a big dude. 
and he had arrows just like the Europeans used, except they had stone heads. Now, they also ran into some giants in the around San Julian, Mexico. And this is again with Magellan. Okay, so he's, he's a bit of a traveler. Oh, yeah, that's Magellan. That's how so he So he rolls. went all the way up from the furthermost point of South America. Around. To up. southern North America. Yes. Mexico. Yes. Okay. And he encountered some 10-foot tall giants there. 10 feet tall. Yes. Now, Magellan described them as having a voice like a bull. So I'm imagining that just means loud. Probably deep, too. Yes, probably deep as well. He was told by some of the regular-sized natives that these giants belonged to a nearby tribe. So Magellan's logs show they captured two of them. Oh, right. Yes, I read this. That they captured two of them, but then they died. On the boat. On the boat. And they just buried them at sea. How do they capture a 10-foot-tall person? With more people. Maybe sort of like in Empire Strikes Back. Shoot an arrow into his leg and then wrap a rope around it till he falls down. And then, I mean, or maybe right. Return of the Jedi, like the Ewoks. I mean, Ewoks. Right. Ewoks. And, well, God, what is that What is that one, like, fairy tale? You know, where it's like the, the little tiny people. The, the, the human guy is like the giant. And the little tiny people, like, catch him. And they have them Gulliver's all like, Travels. Yeah, they have them all like tied down. And yes, stuff. it was yeah. probably some something very similar to that. Mm-hmm. Or they did have guns, so maybe they shot a couple times, and the giants were. Yeah, I guess I, I mean, mean guns I, are loud. Guns are loud and scary. And shoot them in the so. leg or something, and ow! Even as <laughs> I mean, ten feet tall doesn't matter with a hunk of metal ball going into your fucking leg. Yeah, that would probably subdue someone. And then. Of course, back to our friend, Sir Francis Drake. Mm -hmm. Sir Francis Drake, in 1578, reports encountering in the same kind of area, uh, red-haired giants, stood over nine feet tall. And it also said that others have apparently reported seeing things in the area, but they didn't actually give names or dates or anything, so... Hmm. I do, I mean... Well, you know what? I believe some of these things, and I believe some of these skeletons were actually found and correct, but I tend to want to believe more that it's just because giganticism is like an actual thing that people have and definitely had way more back in the day because it wasn't, they didn't know the medical cause for it, obviously, hundreds of years ago. Or how to treat it. So basically, actual medical gigantism is a condition that's almost always caused by an adenoma, which is a tumor of the pituitary gland. So your pituitary gland in your brain is what basically secretes your growth hormones as a child and all through your childhood and puberty as you are growing up. And so when you have a tumor... There, it, the tumor cells secrete too much growth hormone, and that is what causes gigantism. So I think a lot of these, well, I mean, I don't know about a lot, but I think some of these stories of giant people or giant skeletons being found are 100% true, but they were just simply suffering from gigantism. That's... It's something that's not found so much today because now we when someone is growing abnormally large 
modern medicine has the capability to diagnose and treat the disorder. Now it can happen also later in life. So it's not gigantism is when it happens when you're a child. If it happens when after you're an adult, it's called acromegaly. Mm-hmm. And so when you're an adult, since you're not growing, it just basically means everything is on you is getting bigger, but you're not getting any taller. So your face, your nose, your hands, your feet, everything just gets bigger. Although and it's the exact gigantism and acromegaly go hand in hand. Yes. So yes. it's not acromegaly isn't that, you know, it doesn't only occur if it's not gigantism caused by a pituitary tumor it can it can go hand in hand or be on its own and then so here's some other symptoms of gigantism and what it can lead to obviously there's an abnormal enlargement of the hands and feet a widening of the distal fingers and toes hands feel like soft bread dough so your hands are very big and very soft Enlarged forehead and jaw, pronounced underbite, spreading teeth, enlarged tongue, nose, and lips, deepening of the voice in males, increased number of skin tags, oily skin, and excessive sweating, increased tissue in the wrists, and arthritis and headache. And the serious conditions, high blood pressure, diabetes, heart disease, and heart failure. And the heart failure is due to a heart enlargement because it's not just isolated to your bones and muscles becoming enlarged. It ought, the condition also affects your, affects your internal organs and, become, and causes them to become enlarged too. Which is so, why a lot of these people die at such a young age. Right, like so there's a Andre lot the of... Andre the Giant. Yes. The eighth wonder of the world, mm-hmm. Andre the Giant. He died of a, his heart failed in his sleep. Yeah. He was only 47. Very common. Although he was short for a giant. He was only seven feet tall. Only seven feet. Only seven feet. So some ones that are known to be over seven feet. So there was uh, Edward Beaupre. He was a circus and freak show giant. He was with uh, Barnum and Bailey Circus. He was born January 9th, 1881 and died July 3rd, 1904. So... What, 23 years he lived, but he was 8 feet 3 inches tall. Uh, one of the oldest ones I saw was Maximus Thrax. Oh, and yeah. Yeah, he was an emperor of Rome, and this is the first person ever recorded with gigantism. The historian Augustus reported him at being 8 foot 6. Mm-hmm, 8 feet 6 inches. Said he could pull a laden cart. Now, other historians, like Herodias, says he was of a colossal size, but he doesn't really give an exact height. Mm-hmm. I, I would imagine that the historian Augustus is probably maybe maybe exaggerating a, a bit. bit. You want to tell the emperor but... he's big and powerful and shit. Mm-hmm. Even though this guy was only emperor for three years, he was actually killed by his troops, I believe. Oh, okay. It was at a time in Rome where they went through it just a shitload of different emperors mm-hmm. in a very short amount of time. So there's another a couple ones that are uh, pretty old, too. Uh, a couple ones out of Ireland. So there's one from this guy, Charles Byrne, who was born 1761, died 1783, aged 22, 7 feet 7 inches tall. And then there's Patrick Cotter O'Brien, born 1760, 
died 1806, so he lived to be 46. He's the tallest person recorded at the time and the first in medical history to stand at a verified height of eight feet or taller. And so his height was determined to be eight feet, one inch. That's fucking tall. That is really fucking tall. And then there's uh, the tallest human ever recorded in history confirmed by Guinness. Yeah. Which would be America's Robert Wadlow, who stood eight feet and 11 inches tall. Eight foot 11.1. Mm-hmm. Gotta okay. give him that point one. Sorry, sorry. Eight feet, 11.1 inches. And he was born in 1918 and died in 1940. So he only lived 22 years. And he was growing up till the day he died. Yes. And weighed 485 pounds. And if you see pictures, carried it well. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, he's also I remember full... seeing pictures of this guy like as a kid because that was one of the funnest things to, to do in the library was to look up the Guinness oh, Book yeah. of World Records. and Check look at it all thrilled. kinds of crazy mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. yeah. The tallest person, the fattest person, that was always like a, an interesting The everything one. shortest, mm-hmm. thinnest, all the different... Oh, yeah, like that tiny little short, you know, like doll girl and... Oh, man. Crazy. All sorts of crazy shit in the Guinness Book of World Records. That was a great source of information. Yes, it was. As a child growing up with no internet. No internet. Just the Guinness Book of World Records. And Encyclopedia Britannica. Mm-hmm. I love the Encyclopedia Britannica. My parents, I think, still have the ones we got in the oh, I early know. 90s. I know my parents still have a, a set, and I think that they got them from my grandparents it was a set that my grandparents had i'm pretty sure oh, jesus but they're all like hardcover very oh nice. yes yeah. mm-hmm. they would for a while there send us the yearbook where they would every year give you the updates for the encyclopedias interesting and so they would give you these little stickers as well so you were supposed to go through your old encyclopedias to the updated material and place this sticker there so it would reference you to this whatever year yearbook. And for, I want to say we got six or seven of them, and then the internet came out, and they stopped doing that. That used to be a whole job, encyclopedia salesman. <laughs> right? That's right. They'd go to door to door. How fucking weird is that? And they were expensive, too. Oh, yeah. Now you go to Value Village, you get the whole fucking shebang for almost nothing. Three ninety nine. I think each book, but... Nevertheless, it's cheap. It is cheap. Some more giant humans, Joanna. More giant humans? More giant humans. Tell us about more giant humans. Do you have any more giant humans? I don't have any more giant humans, oh, okay. actually. Well, that was that was my complete list of giant humans. There are many more giant humans, but I just wanted I just wanted to grab some examples of ones that were Verified and verified and really on the high end of the giant schedule on the giant schedule on the giant on the high end of the giant scale and show that these date and some of the ones that are really old just because when some of these remains are discovered like i said i i 100% believe that yeah you can find skeletons of people that were like 7 feet tall easily from because, as long as humans have been around, they've right. been talking about giant ass uh, people. You know, cancer and tumors have existed as long as people have, That's and right. so I'm sure there are plenty of people who had pituitary disorders and tumors of their pituitary gland, and therefore were big as fuck. 
And we even have giant animals, not just extinct ones. We have giant animals that are still around. We have giant spiders. And There's I'm going to talk about giant spiders. Okay? Goliath bird eater tarantula. Dude. But there's that's not the biggest one. That one's the biggest, the chunkiest. It's got the most Aww. girth to it. The giant huntsman spider has the biggest leg span at 12 inches. I think I've seen pictures of that on the internet. Is, is that the one like that's in Australia? Have you seen the one where they're trying to like catch it with like a fucking Tupperware? It's got to be a big Tupperware. Oh, yeah. No, it's like a big... It's like the biggest one that you can buy when you're having like the Tupperware priority. Like, here's the giant Tupperware for when you... Make like you need a to catch shitload. a giant fucking spider. Yeah. No, but, I want a shotgun. I just don't even want to you know be what? anywhere where you that would, spider exists. You need that encyclo those encyclopedias right. to drop on the spider. Well, a couple maybe. I think its legs would be sticking out from the fucking encyclopedia. Let's see. There's also the Atlas moth, which has an 11 inch wingspan. That's a big fucking moth. That is a big moth, but ultimately harmless, so I'm not going to be it's too bothered moth, by yeah. that. Yeah. They have centipedes that can be up to 13 oh, inches. Those will fuck you up. Those will fuck you up, and that's awful to think about. There is the African giant snail. Okay. Which is 15 and a half inches long. So it's gross. You don't want to step on it. Well, if you step on it, it's a big... You trip over the damn thing. It's a snail. Right. But it's still squishy. It's gross. Well, it's got the shell. Yes. Well, yeah, I mean, somehow that makes them less gross. Like, my daughters love snails. They name each one that they collect snaily. I usually, when they discover a snail in the garden, which is constant, like... There's the a lot of snails around here. Yeah, it rained for the first time in, like, what, fucking forever and out here. And busted man, out. I mean, instantly, the snails were out, and the girls are like, snaily! And I'm just, I just think to myself every time, I'm like, oh, man, poor snail. Enjoy your slow death at the hands of my daughters. Right. Because <laughs> they're going to make a house for it, and eventually it'll just, like, dry up and die. Because... Or maybe it goes into, you know, they hibernate. Right. So maybe it just hibernates, and then you throw them away, and they're like... I'm free. Oh, yeah, no, because I think I've, we've done that before where they were totally dry and then we added some water to it and it came back to life. <laughs> like, damn, I'm still here. Right? Still at the hands of my eight and nine-year-old. There's some true crime daughter. snail <laughs> podcast out there about all the missing snails. But slugs are just disgusting. Yeah, you don't want to step on a slug. I stepped on one in my fucking bare feet the gotta, other you night. You gotta pay attention to that shit. Because, you know, my parents freak out about the fucking cat being out at night. Which, I mean, I get. We have coyotes. Oh, yeah. Not a good idea for the cat to be out at night. But they totally lose their shit over it. And she just knows this. And she's just kind of out, like, prancing in the front yard. You know, trying to call her, and she just kind of, like, look and, like, prance away really quick. And so I am just like, okay, that is enough of that. And I just, like, march out there in my bare feet. Squish. And go grab her, and I've got her in hand, and I'm going up the porch steps, and then squish. Oh. And it exploded <laughs> oh, under my foot. So it was so disgusting. Oh, that's terrible. It was sick. It was just disgusting. It was just like, and I mean, I felt it, and I felt it pop and explode under my foot. And I'm just like, oh, you fucking cat. Like... Because I knew instantly what the fuck that was. Yeah. That was a giant slug exploding under my foot. Not a giant under slug. Under my bare a foot. A regular size slug. Oh my God. But nevertheless, it was It felt fucking gross. giant. It felt yeah. like there was a lot of squish and guts there. Yeah. All over the bottom of my foot. <laughs> this is so gross. <laughs> it was disgusting. It was, oh man. Oh. Fucking bad kitty. Yes, indeed. Mm. Well, let's see. We also have the giant Palouse earthworm, which is from... Right around here, Joanna, Washington and Idaho. 
also called called the giant Washington earthworm. That's interesting. It can grow up to 3.3 feet long. I don't think I've ever found a fucking earthworm that is 3.3 feet long. Have you? No, no, no. I certainly haven't. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm digging around in the garden I would be looking for bit, some fucking spice so. if I found a worm that big. Yeah, my kids are always digging around. But they have found some big worms, but I can't say I've found anything that is even close to three feet long. Oh, yeah, no, that's a long fucking worm. That is worm. a goddamn fucking that's, long worm. That's a, lot, that's a whole lot of worm. Yeah, that is a, an obscene amount of worm. That is an obscene amount of worm. They actually thought they were extinct up until relatively recently they found a couple. Interesting. They, they, are, they usually hang out 20 feet underground, so it's probably why we don't run into them very often. So they're often. pretty far down. They're oh, not... they're real far down, okay. yeah. I pity the mole that comes across one of those. <laughs> so there's this one I thought was pretty crazy, but it's the Japanese spider crab. It's not an actual spider. Is it, it a crab? It is a crab. It has an 18 foot claw span. What the fuck? So from fucking claw to claw, it's 18 goddamn feet. The whole crab together weighs 42 pounds. Okay. So this reminds me of when me and my younger brothers went to Mexico. We stayed in Cozumel, which is like an island in the Caribbean. So it's off like the eastern shore of Mexico. Sounds terrible. Oh, yeah. It was awful. Let me tell you. (laughs) Anyway, so we went over to the mainland to Playa del Carmen, which is near Cancun. Okay. And we were snorkeling there. And I actually have a huge conch shell that I saw that was on the bottom of the ocean. So I couldn't dive down as far. I mean, when I say ocean, we were in the actual ocean, but obviously not in super deep ocean. But it was probably about like 10 or 12 feet down. Still and pretty far down. Yeah, pretty far down. Size far enough to where down. I tried to drive down and get it, but the pressure was hurting my ears too much. So I went up and I pointed it out to my brother, Greg, who dove down and got it for me off the bottom of the ocean. And... That thing is really huge, and but it goes wherever I go because it's like, yeah, that's my fucking shell that my brother got for me from the bottom of the fucking ocean. Now, if you were with a giant, he could have just easily got it for you. Right, a giant could have easily gotten for you. But something else that was there at Playa del Carbon when we were snorkeling was some giant-ass fucking lobsters. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Okay, and I mean, I had never seen lobsters this big in my entire life. Again, this is something where I'm snorkeling, I see these goddamn things, and again, like, oh, let's go up. I signal my brother, like, oh, my God, look in the water below us. And they were kind of hidden under, like, a big rock, but there was a couple of them, and oh, my God, I would guesstimate that their bodies were probably, like, how far apart am I holding my hands? Probably like, two feet. Two to three feet. That's not They're... three feet, but two feet. Yeah, okay. Maybe two and a half feet. I would say two and a half feet was their big body length. Big fucking lobster. That's some serious shit. That is a big goddamn lobster. And then their claws were probably like this. I mean, they probably like So if you wanted to half. eat it, it would be a bit of a fight. It would be. Oh, my God. I mean, this thing could, like you know cut your hand off it looked like they were huge i'd never seen lobsters that big in my life they've probably been it's a you know it's a protected area so you can't actually right you can't actually like fish there and i wonder if that's maybe how they're allowed to get so big is because probably those things are probably old as fuck because those things will live for a while won't they Yeah. yeah yeah they will but yeah i had never i never in my life knew that lobster could get that large they were like monstrous monstrous sized lobster we didn't get too close to them but we got close enough to see that they were big as fuck yeah no shit 
Like, no, I'm not really imagining things. No, this isn't the water, like, distorting the size of it. Like, right. no, those are actual those are giant fucking, fucking lobster. Lobsters. Okay. Now let's swim away, far away from the giant lobsters. Well, similar to lobsters are the supergiant amphipods that they have found fairly recently within the past few years. And what the fuck is an amphipod? It's basically just a shrimp. Okay. But these are fucking 11-inch shrimp. Those are big shrimp. Those are big shrimp. Those put jumbo shrimp to shame. But see, when you're thinking about the lobster-shrimp ratio, when you see, like, a lobster... I mean, generally, like, what is a lobster's body? Like, I don't know, like, six inches? I don't know. Its tail is normally about six inches, I would say, when I no, see No, I mean, when store. you get only lobster tail, like, in the restaurant, that thing is not six inches. Maybe not, in the, but in the store... Yeah. I don't know. I feel like a whole body, maybe, like, average... You know, maybe maybe a little bigger, maybe a little smaller. I would say from nose to But if you have, like, shrimp tail. that are 11 inches long, like almost a foot long, then a two to three foot long Oh, I see what you're saying. Lobster. Oh, totally. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Oh, no, I believe that completely. That validates my giant lobster story, I feel And especially like. because inside, in the oceans, things can get bigger because they don't have to deal with all the gravity pulling them down. They've got a little bit of, mm. you know... The, a lot of the reason that whales die when they go when they get beached isn't because they dry out, but it's because their body can't survive without that weightlessness you get in the water. Crazy. Like they just like crush to death basically internally. Yeah, yeah that's the they slowly suffocate basically, yeah. Wow. Yeah, how fucked up is that? That's totally fucked up. It's a you know, shitty way to go. What else is fucked up is my son said something about like not all, I I think the atmosphere like our the the air that we breathe also keeps things in a certain size balance. Like you said, if there is more of, I don't know if it was like nitrous or oxygen or something. If there is more or less of nitrogen, not nitrous, I think. Oh yeah. Although if there was more nitrous in the atmosphere, that'd be pretty awesome. That would be pretty awesome. And everyone would be laughing a lot more. That'd be great. Yeah, I believe it also has to do with the not great would be. If there was like more or less, I don't know what the fuck it was. If it was nitrogen, oxygen, whatever. If there was more or less of of something, then bugs would be like gigantic. Oh yeah, like actually gigantic, like actual giant spiders. They had back before. It's also it's also it's also the temperature of the world that does it. Okay. Uh, In addition to having, I think I think you know more nitrogen or whatever the hell, but they had dragonflies with three foot wingspans. And there were kangaroos. I know a kangaroo isn't a bug, but there were kangaroos the size of rhinos mm-hmm. and hippos and shit like that. Just giant ass things. Koalas that were gargantuan. Jesus Everything Christ. used to be bigger. So why couldn't there be giant humans? Right. When you think about it like that, like what, you know, especially when it's, you know, really, really old. And just because we haven't, I mean, we haven't found a whole lot of stuff, or maybe we have in, you know, the Smithsonian. Yeah, I mean, and of course, really the fucking Smithsonian, thing, you know. But. Bunch of fucking suppressors there. Bunch of suppressors. <laughs> You're nothing but a bunch of suppressors. <laughs> but I'm, like, less apt to believe that the Smithsonian is a suppressor mm. because that is a totally 100% religious agenda that I believe is that accusing m- them of that, so. I would say that most of the shit found, quote-unquote, was probably mm-hmm. a hoax. The more recent stuff, anyway. The old right. stuff that they sold off, I mean, they probably didn't give it to authorities. I'm sure there was a lot of just selling it to people and it going to different places. And maybe some of it was hoaxes. I'm sure some of it was probably hoaxes. Oh, yeah. That but one, it just seems... That one guy who was, like, the circus free for Barnum & Bailey, 
his body was like put in storage. It was like embalmed and put in storage and sold to like a number of different buyers before it was like finally he died in like 1903 or something like that. It wasn't until like the 70s that he was actually like laid to rest. It's so fucked up. Yeah, his mummified corpse like was in private collections. They did some weird shit with circus freaks. They did some weird shit with with a lot of stuff. All but kinds I mean, I'm stuff. and then like I said, I I wouldn't doubt that some of these skeletons were just uh, actual, you know, just people that maybe with maybe were maybe. suffering from gigantism. It so. could be. It could also just be different sorts of animals who that's bones resemble ours in many many cases i know that an elephant skull looks a lot like a humanoid skull with only one eye in the middle and they believe that is made like of a what... cyclops exactly weird it's super weird and so they believe that could because be where the... those stories what have is come that from. where the trunk goes the... yeah okay if you look at a picture of an elephant skull you can totally see if you didn't know what that was, and you've had these stories about one-eyed giants, mm-hmm. how you could put those two together and be right. like, holy fucking shit, man. That's a goddamn skull to a cyclops. Mm-hmm. And going with things in the water being big, we of course have giant squid. Oh, yeah. Which, Fuck those. 33 feet long-ish. 440 pounds Ugh. only i believe only pretty recently has it been proven they actually exist right and then of course there's the giant pacific octopus again kind of our neck of the woods they're not nearly as large as the giant squid they yeah. average around 16 feet long and 110 pounds i believe they found one that was 20 feet long or some crazy shit but that doesn't happen very often. At right. least not they can find. The ocean's a big fucking place. The ocean is a huge, vast place that is uh, very unexplored. Because there's so, mon- so many parts of it you just can't get to. Oh, yeah. You can't go down very far because suddenly the pressure is too great for even machines. Mm-hmm. Only things that have evolved down there can go down that deep. Right. Who knows what the fuck that is. Man, giant squid. This freaked me out. 10,000 leagues in the sea. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. See, now there's something that was, you know, was people's thought existed, but it was also thought like they didn't maybe really exist. But look, they fucking do. They do. They do. And, it, and they will fuck your shit up. It's a lot harder to find something in the ocean, however. I believe the reason that they thought they existed in the first place was because of giant sucker marks on sperm whale and shit like mm-hmm. that. And that's what they didn't even see one. It's like this goddamn thing took out a fucking whale. Exactly. Uh-huh. And maybe in the days when a boat didn't have a motor, you saw them more often. I mean, we've got mm-hmm. stories of krakens and all kinds of different things. Maybe they were more prone to come up and go after a boat, especially because there's shit coming out of it. Literally shit mm-hmm. and food refuse just being tossed over the side maybe it brought him up probably no thank you so what's your take on giants nate i would say that it's probable that there were giants in the past and maybe we just haven't found the evidence to prove it really i also believe that there is giants uh in the past that we haven't you know just found archaeological evidence of that yet that you know 
someday we might. Although I don't think that there was like a whole race of giants per se. Like may maybe there was like a specific group of people that were taller than normal. And then of course there's the medical gigantism, which I Which is right. Which is totally like but a fucking thing. When I think of giants, I'm thinking more of something that it's a, a genetic like they're like they're just born that way without of. without having There's a pituitary no tumor, tumor anywhere. Okay. They're just right. Born no, that and way. I think maybe they, there was some maybe small sect of people that that were big in that way. I I would not completely exclude that from the realms of possibility. I believe that there was culture before we. Before the archaeology that we know about happened. I mean, there's that place that we talked about in the Black Eyed Children episode, Gobleki Tepe. And that is a place that's 10,000 years old. And that's before we think we had a whole hell of a lot going on as far as civilization and whatnot. Right. Then there's sites off of Japan that are underwater now, but look very much like a city. Mm-hmm. And that would have been a lot longer ago than 10,000 years when the sea level was lower. Yeah, so, no, I, I, I believe that they, there's definitely a possibility that there was a... And what about what Magellan and what Antonio Pigafetta reported seeing with the Patagonian giants? Right, although I think they may be just unusually tall natives and, you know... I know the guy was supposed to be beyond reproach, but sometimes you need to make the story like pretty good as far as your travels. So maybe I feel I mean, like that's, maybe that's it was fudged a little bit. That's possible. Like maybe they did encounter some really tall people. I mean, there's there's tribes in Africa that were you know people are like commonly like seven feet tall. So. But for your head to go up to their waist. Well, also people were shorter back then. Not that much shorter. <laughs> I mean, have you? I've been, I have been to uh, England when some of the museums there, and they're showing like the armor sets from way back when, from some of those times, like the fifteen hundreds. Like people were fucking short, okay. But they were still okay. So even if they're only five feet tall, if they're five feet tall, and you're encountering somebody and... who's like seven and a half feet tall, that's gonna be. You think their head's just gonna come up to their waist? I don't know, but again, maybe that was mistranslated. Maybe that was Cause I gotta fudged say, a little I mean, bit because I feel like there was another report that basically said, like, yeah, they were exaggerating. I saw these same people and they were really tall, but, and they were talking about the same area, Patagonia, like some other travelers that came after the fact and said, like, yeah, they were really tall natives, but not nearly as tall as reported. And that's the more likely thing, really. That That's what I believe. I believe that they just encountered some really tall natives. You'd think that if there were actual giants that were from that recent in the history, we would have some sort of archaeological evidence of it. Right. Because the 1500s, it was a long time ago to you and me, but in the whole grand scheme of things, it's not that long, not ago. That long ago. And I believe we would have found some archaeological evidence that the evil Smithsonian's managed to not get their hands on, you know. At some point, that's right, <laughs> yes. I believe that there could be some that existed previously that were more, like, genetically giant and not medically giant. But um, 
I think for the most part, whatever ones that they legit found, like here in North America, those skeletons, I think some of them probably were just people that had gigantism. I feel like a lot were found for all of them to be, however. Right, but I mean, there's a lot of people in the world, so. Now there's a lot more. There right. was significantly less back then. But then I don't think all of the stories are true. I That's mean, true. All of these ones, supposedly the the bones disappeared once they reported them, so. And I mean, really, there's not all that many. I mean, I'm coming across like, what, like 15 stories or something that's like occurred between like 1800 and 1900. I, I came across quite a few that I just didn't. Yeah, but how many? Down. Like less than 100, less than 50? Probably, yeah. Okay, so less than 50. But that's as many as I saw in the amount of time we had to research. So Right, right. And also. But I, I'm just saying that like if you're talking about like, you know, 20 to 30 accounts of people finding skeletons that were like seven feet tall and a lot of them weren't all that huge we're not talking like right. 20 feet tall they're talking about finding ones that were like seven or eight feet tall because medically people can be damn near nine feet tall right right that's what i'm saying and so really like 20 stories probably at most maybe half of which were true that's not a lot of people and maybe that's why we're only finding one here and there why we're not finding a lot more in these effigy mm -hmm. hills yeah. is because for whatever reason they were prone to the pituitary gland tumor and so mm -hmm. they just happened to appear more often or yeah. perhaps revered because they were literally giant freaks right because that is genetic too i mean tumors uh and any kind of cancer is also uh you know, has a genetic component to it. So if you had a tumor of your pituitary gland, it would be much more likely that a child of yours would also develop that's, that same tumor. So that's probably true. Yeah. So I think a lot of those were just people who uh, had suffered from gigantism and died and were buried and then were later dug up and found. And what, are, what about the Smithsonian Institute? What do you think about them? I think the Smithsonian Institute is basically on the up and up. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I, I don't think there's any sort of conspiracy. I don't think so. I, think I didn't even hear about it until Institute I started right. researching this. I'm like, there's a, what? Really? The Smithsonian Institute? Yes. Although, I mean, it's just very amusing how convinced some people are that they are part of a huge cover-up to, you know, basically deny the Bible. And deny Christ, even though that has nothing to do with Jesus, actually, the Old Testament, so. No, it has fucking nothing to do with Jesus. Right, and I mean, that's the thing that's just so kind of like back-ass words about the whole thing. I mean, it's just, yeah. I could get into the, the contradictory elements of all that shit for days, but. That's a whole we'll, we'll just, nother yeah, podcast. Yeah, that's a whole nother podcast. That's not even a whole nother episode. That's a whole nother podcast. Right, right. We'll just leave it as, like, there's a lot of people out there that just believe some crazy shit that's not very grounded in science, and that those that, so much so that, you know, an institution that's basically devoted to science is called, like, a suppressor, you know? Right. <laughs> But hell, what it's like, do we no, know? No, it's just not the right science. It's not the creation science. But hell, what do we know? Maybe, maybe we're wrong. 
Could be. Maybe the Smithsonian is behind everything, and we just don't know it. That's right. Maybe they've got Smithsonian agents waiting outside my house right now, even though, you know... Well, I guess We're when I leave after, anything, so. yeah, I guess when I leave tonight, I'll find out. You will find out. If I'm followed home, I'm going to know it's, it's the, the definitely Smithsonian. The, the Smithsonian. The Smithsonian. I'm going to text black. him like, I think they're on to me. I think I'm in trouble here. Like, shit, don't tell him you were here. <sighs> yeah, because you're going to be fucking useless. You're yeah. Fucking useless in that situation. Basically. Yep. Basically on my own if I'm followed by Smithsonian agents. Right. I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I mean, I guess we should come up with a plan, maybe. Maybe. Not, 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 not now. Not now. They might be listening. Okay. Well, I guess that <laughs> has been Giants. So I guess uh, that's kind of the first part of our, our monster series or, you know, our kind of our spookier Halloween thing. Right. We've got some some fun ones lined up for the month of October. That's right. For our fall harvest season. Our spooky harvest. <laughs> Is that what we're calling it? Uh, no. <laughs> just now. You just you just now came up with that. That That's wasn't it. No. that wasn't part of your script. It's not my notes. It's not in your notes. Not well, notes. I mean, you have your notes. Everything that I say is actually one hundred percent read off a of script, in case anyone was wondering. <laughs> See that part where, you know, she giggles nervously? That was in there. It's true. I've seen it all. That's right. Okay, well. Thanks for listening. Thank you very much for listening, and we will talk to you next time. Take care. Hey, this is Adam Nutter. And this is Greg Trout. Come check out our podcast, Nerds with Words. Adam and I talk about pop culture, comedy, comic books, movies, conspiracies. We're both comedians and we might make you laugh. Every week we welcome a guest from the entire spectrum of pop culture and science and comedy. You can follow us on Twitter at Nerds with Words 1. Do you enjoy the Stranger Than podcast? Please let us know. Rate and comment on iTunes. Check out and like our Facebook page, facebook.com slash stranger than podcast. Our Twitter at underscore stranger than or drop us an email stranger than podcast at gmail.com. That's stranger than podcast, all one word at gmail.com. Also feel free to email us any strange, mysterious or misunderstood stories or topic suggestions that you'd like to share or hear about.